Welcome to Off the Shelf with your host, Wayne Hastings. During more than 30 years in the publishing industry, Wayne has done it all. And in this podcast, he shares his wisdom with you. Now, here's Wayne Hastings. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Wayne Hastings Company podcast, Off the Shelf. I hope you're having a pleasant day wherever you may be. My name is Wayne Hastings, and our company's purpose is to help you develop, write, market, and sell remarkable books that not only inspire people, but in some way change their life. Before I begin, let me remind you that you can email your questions or topic suggestions directly to me at info at waynehastings.com. Today we're going to talk a little bit about speaking events, and specifically 10 ideas for how you can make extra income at your speaking events. You know, Authors and uh, can make significant sales and net income from events, but many of them don't know how to go about it or how to do it. So I'd like to share with you 10 tips that I've found extremely helpful uh, for those merchandise table, back of the room type sales. You ready? Here we go. Number one, uh, your products are obviously going to be the income generator, but don't overlook making sure you have all of your titles and then they are well displayed and merchandised. If you have to get yourself some some easels or other ways to merchandise your table, don't just lay your books out flat and hope people will recognize them. Make your table or display look full, and if you can, decorate it with some other things besides just your products to bring color, to bring life, and uh, to bring people's attention to your table. Uh, There's a concept in retailing called high-density bulk merchandising. It's a concept used very, very well by a restaurant chain called Cracker Barrel um, to make people aware of their products and to invite them into their displays. Uh, What it it says basically is that the fuller the table, the more likely a customer is going to look at the products and buy the products. So I'd encourage you, bring everything you can Make your table look full. If the event gives you a, a larger table than the products that you have available, ask them for a smaller table. Do whatever you can do to make your table look attractive, full, and beautiful, and people will flock to it, I guarantee you. Number two, you know, it could be kind of interesting if you would create a special edition of, your, of a couple of your products, but especially your latest release. Take this special edition product, put it in a gift box, uh, wrap it nicely, uh, personalize it with your name and maybe an inspirational thought. You know, you can almost double the selling price without much uh, investment. You'll make it look beautiful, you'll make it giftable, and you'll give the, the customer something different to purchase, something they might like to have and give away. But it's a great way for you to make extra margin on your table is to create a special limited edition. Third, Create at least one new product a year as well as revise or update your older products. People like to see fresh product. People like to see new things. So whatever you can do to always bring something new to your table, whether it's an update or a brand new release, will help your product sales. Here's another one. Make sure you gather emails of the audience, especially if it's manage, a manageable audience, or at least capture the names of buyers of your product. Uh, every prior satisfied customer of your products becomes a prospect for new and updated releases, becomes a prospect for email marketing, becomes a prospect for your newsletter if you have one. Plus, they become great word-of-mouth salespeople. 
So be sure to capture those emails. Be sure to get as many as you possibly can uh, so that you can continue to market to these customers who've already seen you live, already enjoyed your presentation, already have bought into your brand. Uh, they'll, they'll be returning customers and a great group of customers for you to keep talking to. Um, you can also, on your table, uh, sell products that are related to your topic or related to your book. You, you don't have to go out, you don't have to only have your products on the table, uh, but you can have top products related to your product or ancillary products. Um, if you speak on time management, what about selling a unique calendar? Or if you speak on leadership, what about offering a, inspirational quotes in a frame or some sort of daily journal that you can develop? Uh, these kinds of products enhance your products and give you the opportunity to sell bundles so that you're not only just selling a book by itself, you're selling a bundle of products together, which again, will make you more margin and make you more successful in the back room. I think we're up to point number six. Here it is. Many books lend themselves to journals or workbooks. Sometimes it's good to have a workbook so that the, the reader can can work through your product in such a way that it gives them something more to think about. These type of products usually go deeper or ask the person questions to help them inductively learn your material. So think about uh, creating some workbooks or some sort of journal that would go along with your products, especially the nonfiction works. All right, number seven, something that's very important is the audio and videos of your current and other talks. Uh, yes, I know, we, we live in the age of iTunes. We live in the age of digital downloads. However, I find that people like physical copies when they've heard someone live. Why? Because they like to give your talk to somebody else who, quote, needs to hear it, unquote. iTunes is still hard to give as a gift to many people, so don't ignore the gifting opportunity of physical product. But also don't ignore the market explosion of audio. It would be a great thing if you have the rights uh, to your audio product to get a qualified narrator, and I can help you there if you need that, to narrate your products and create a quality audio product. They sell really well. But also video. Make sure you have some videos of your other talks so that you can make those available. All right, I think we're up to point number eight. You know, sometimes, depending on your topic and what you're speaking on, you can create something called a special report. And you can make that a nice giveaway to gather even more email addresses and make people aware of other topics that you might speak or write on so they might get invited to another venue or another place where someone else is. These are freebies, they're bonuses, but they're inexpensive ways to spread your brand, gather names, and perhaps get more speaking opportunities in that area. Number nine, take some of your best quotes and put them on cards or have a printer make up a small quote book for you that's spiral bound. It's an inexpensive way to keep your brand in front of people and yet another ancillary product. So you're, you're cherry picking between your quotes and maybe quotes of people you've, you've uh, referenced in your books. So you have something, again, another product that, that you can sell and uh, make available to people. Um, now, and also these would have uh, references to your other books in them. So if they see a quote they like, they could see another book and, and perhaps uh, buy that either after the event or during the event. Last one, get some help. Um, you're going to want to ask your speaking venue if there's a volunteer or you want to bring a companion along with you to handle the financial end of your merchandise table. 
you want to free yourself up to talk to your customers. You want to free yourself up to answer questions. You want to free yourself up to personalize your books when they buy them. You want to make yourself available to your audience. So ask your venue if you have a volunteer, and I'm assuming that you have Square or some other sort of credit card processing within your within your uh, collection of things that you take to an event. So uh, make sure you have a volunteer to run that or take a companion with you. Okay, that's my 10. But let me give you a couple of warnings before we close this thing off. First of all, do not offer your products as part of your speaker's fee. I would highly encourage you to run your own store, make your own margin, and let the selling time be a rich time of engaging with your readers, as I, as I said about the volunteer. But don't, don't put product sales as part of your speaking fee. That, that just never seems to work out. Also, be careful to allow filming or recording of your event. It's best for you to record it yourself professionally and retain those distribution rights. You want to be in the driver's seat of your content and your event's output. You can negotiate distribution with the venue or the promoter of the event for your recordings so that people can get it and have access to it and purchase it and all that. But you want to be in control of your content. So you, please, make sure that you're in charge of that and that you uh, do not allow the venue to film or record you and then sell it on their own. Hey, these are great 10 points to do something that all of us need to do in the back of the room. We, we need to make sales in the back of the room. It spreads our brand. It gives us some extra margin besides our speaking fee. And it gives an opportunity for us to engage uh, with customers. What I'd love is for you to let me know if you found other ways to generate revenue when you speak. I, I'd love to hear them. And again, you can email me at info at waynehastings.com and uh, we can talk about those ideas. And as always, thank you for listening. It's, it's really my hope that these podcasts help you be a successful author. Uh, for more information about my company, some free downloads, uh, some blog posts, you can visit my website, waynehastings.com, and you can always email me directly at info at waynehastings.com with your questions or even to suggest a topic. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. You've just finished listening to another great episode of Off the Shelf with Wayne Hastings. If you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We'd also be grateful for a review. If you'd like to suggest a topic, email info at waynehastings.com. Thanks for listening to Off the Shelf with Wayne Hastings.